This is George. And this is Donna. And this is Curly with George and Donna. Oh, we back. Hey, babies. We're real back. We're back real hard, babies. But, 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 but babies? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, but, 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 back? <laughs> back, babies. Back, babies. Yeah, that is me chewing your delicious baking goods. Mm-hmm. I made some macarons. Not to be confused with macaroons. And I couldn't finish it before we started recording. Like, No, you had I had it, mm-hmm. and I was like, gobble it down, or gobble it down during the recording. You took a big old bite right before you said currently with George and Tana. If you notice, my words are slurred. If you notice that my voice sounds a little sticky. It's the macaron. It's the macaroons. It's not a mac. I just got finished explaining. It's macaron. A macaroon is a coconut dessert made of many coconut, sweetened coconut flakes. A macaron is an almond meal, like almond flour and sugar dessert that I painstakingly made today. And they are finicky, girl. It is not easy to make them. So which one did I just eat? A macaron. Say it with me. Macaron. 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 Like croissant. Croissant. Macaron. Macaron. Macaroons okay. coconut. Cool. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so today, what is our currently topic? Our currently topic today, y'all, is movies. Movies. Favorite movies. We had this discussion recently, learning about what our favorite movies are, and I was like, we should talk about it currently, but mm-hmm. we named our top three. So we'll go. Three, two, one. So, your third favorite movie of all time. Tell me what it is and tell me why. Let the babies know. My third favorite movie of all time is Big Business, starring one Miss Lily Tomlin. Oh, I made you watch this with me, you remember? Yeah. Is there something about babies getting... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And also one Miss Bette Midler. Nice. Tina, Tina, you out there listening? Uh, Tibet Midler. Tibet Midler. <laughs> Big Bidness is about um, some twin ladies. They get separated at birth. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really twins. Um, the whole screws up. The whole rigmarole is that um, Bette Midler has a twin that looks just like Bette Midler, but she gets switched up at birth, and she gets Lily Tomlin as her twin instead. And the other Bette Midler gets the other Lily Tomlin (laughs) as her sister. And one of them goes to New York City, one of the sets of twins, and they take over a business empire. Um, And the other one goes out in the country to a place called Jupiter Hollow. It's spelled like hollow, but they say hollow. Jupiter Hollow. Mm. And craziness ensues. Nice. And why is that your, one of your favorite movies? The hijinks. The hijinks of the switch that birth. The, the, the switcheroo. The mix-up. The classic switcheroo. The classic mix-up switcheroo. Now, think if that happened in real life, how horrible that would be. But in the movie, uh, it's like, <laughs> we switched that birth. Oh, it would be devastating in real life. Absolutely devastating. Some things that cause hijinks in movies... I feel like if you were to 
happen, if it were to happen in real life, it'd be like, that was horrible. This ain't even my child. I know, like years and years of therapy. Yeah, years and years of but, therapy. But all that happened in big business was one of my favorite quotes is uh, Lily Tomlin says, I got on my Tuesday panties, but I guess you knew that too. <laughs> you got to go see the movie if you want to know what the context is. anything that. for that line <laughs> is, I got my Tuesday panties. But that I guess infers, you knew that too. That infers that she has a Monday panties. Yeah. A Wednesday panties. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Okay, stop Saturday, saying that word. Saturday. I normally hate that word, but only in that quote do I think that word is okay. Oh, how you... Oh, how you just pick and choose what you like and what you don't like. Sorry. I can't go around saying panties in the yeah, house you, all day. Would you stop? Would you just stop? The P word is next to the M word in my book, Burst. <laughs> Uh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, all, right, all right, you go with your number three movie now. My number three movie, uh, classic guy, classic awesomeness, is The Matrix. Ooh. I also like The Matrix. Not in my top three, but I do love the movie. Okay, so remember, the criteria was we can watch it right now again. No problems. You'd sit through two hours of it. For sure. And that's really whittled down all, many a movie. It has. You have to ask yourself, if this was on TBS right now and I was just like in the kitchen doing something and just wanted to listen to something, or maybe I'm folding some clothes and just want to like have my attention on something, could I watch this movie any day, every day, any point in time? That helped us to whittle down our top three. Exactly. And for sure, The Matrix falls into that for you. It's probably in my... The Matrix is for sure in my top 10. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why The Matrix, besides the awesomeness and the scenes that happen in it, when it came out, it wasn't a big deal, like a big blockbuster in the movie. It's more of a cult hit. And uh, we rented it from Blockbuster, me and my best friend, when I was growing up. We got uh, it I'm on sorry. VHS. I, I don't remember renting this with you. I thought <laughs> oh, I was your best friend. Oh, you were. Honey, honey. Mm, okay, continue. Honey, you were my future best friend. <laughs> and we rented it on VHS, and I saw the movie the first time. And I was blown away by the martial arts and the action. It was mind-blowingly cool. But I didn't get really the story of the one and, and all like the double world and, and the hidden meeting behind many of those things till I said, I have to rewatch this movie. So I borrowed the VHS and I rewatched it. And then I watched it again and then again and then again. Who did you borrow the VHS from? Um, my friend Peter. The same Netflix. guy you went to see it with? Yeah, well, we didn't go to the movies to see it. We um, rented it oh, from Blockbuster. Oh, 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 I gotcha. Did yeah. he steal the Blockbuster tape or he went and bought one? This is just curiosity. I have no idea, but we didn't steal. Well, I don't know. You should you, double you, check on you that. You could steal the Blockbuster VHS tapes? I don't know, but I'm just saying that they went out of business, so you should check and see if your friend Peter's It's because, because he didn't pay the, the ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the last one they were waiting on. The only reason that Wyoming store is still... Or wait, wait, where is uh, that? Bend, uh, Oregon. Oregon. The only reason the Oregon store is still open is because Peter's still paying late fees. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, from that one uh, store. And uh, uh, I got the whole message and it was... Every line now is so impactful in that when you watch it. Uh, when he visits the Oracle and she says... Uh, know thyself, and uh, uh, when you oh. leave here, you, what was she, this said, she says one, okay, because I love to bake. Everybody who knows me knows I love to bake. And she says, have a cookie. 
<laughs> when you're done with this cake, you remember, you don't believe any of this nonsense. You'll be right as rain. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. All right, cool. So that's number three. Number two for you. Number two for me is a classic. And if you've seen it before, I'm going to try to sing it to you. He, 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 Raising Arizona. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, you love Raising Arizona. You mentioned George was time. freaking the heck out right now when I started saying like, He was looking at me like a deer in the headlights. Because <laughs> you love these movies, but we haven't really watched them too many times. Yes. Um, amazing, amazing Coen Brothers. Like, Raising Arizona. Yes, yes. Uh, Baby uh, Coen Nick, Brothers. Nick Cage at one oh, of his best. Amazing. Nick Cage before amazing. we knew the crazy. Holly Hunter before we knew her in Incredibles. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. She was great. And that we're watching a movie, I mean, a, a movie, a TV show that talks about some of the best movies from certain decades, like the 80s and 90s. And I think that's what got us into discussing this was, yeah. hey, these are great movies when they bring it up and they have the different actors and directors that come on the show and discuss the movies um, to see Holly Hunter. I mean, I know her as uh, Miss Incredible. Like, yeah. that's all I know her as, her voice. And then when I see her in person, I'm like, I know that lady, and I trust that lady, and she'll protect me. Yes. Oh, my she... gosh. When they steal all them babies, her number one mission in life. Well, first of all, they weren't going to steal all them babies. They just wanted one. But her number one mission in life was to protect that baby. Hi, a.k.a. Nick Cage, goes up to steal said baby and finds out there's like, Eight babies running around. And, like, he doesn't know which one to take. I got to rewatch this movie. (laughs) It's a great, a great, 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 great movie. It is so funny in such a weird way. Um, You see, like, Coen Brothers kind of repertoire, like, what they end up doing in later movies. Mm. You see it in that movie coming to life. Yeah, um, like unrefined a little bit, but uh, later on in movies, it gets a little bit refined. Yes. Um, favorite quote from that movie is, I'll take a pack of Huggies and uh, whatever cash you got. <laughs> <laughs> because Nick Cage just cannot leave his criminal ways. He just yeah. can't. And whatever it's cash you got. Repeat. That would terrify me if I was a cashier. <laughs> I'll take a pack of Huggies. And whatever cash you have, <laughs> I would have been like, huh? It's called recidivism. Recidivism. Rec- a repeat offender. <laughs> he just cannot get away from the criminal life. Um, oh, and then second favorite quote, son, you got a panty on your head. Why panty is my second? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I you gotta- tie it into your number one movie? Think about it. Oh, shoot. It's going to be tough. I will think about it from now until... The time that I announced my favorite movie. I'm going to try to. I'll see if I can. Cool. But, um, so, yeah, great movie. Great movie. Um, plot, storyline, weirdo, um, over the top. Oh, John Goodman. Yeah, he's in that. He's uh, fantastic. Uh, coming to stay as the criminal. They, they break out of jail. They tunnel through and break out of jail mm-hmm. in the mud. That's one of the best scenes ever. Can we go on a tangent here and talk about how awesome John Goodman's career is? Yes, please. Because he's Monster Inc., yeah. the voice and, of oh, Sully. And side note, he lives in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, yeah he yeah. he, he, he loves... He, 
I've heard him talk about it before. I, I wish I knew what to say right now, some of the things that he said about it, but it's all very favorable. Apparently when he was like younger, he came here to work on a movie and like fell in love with the city and was like, okay, this is the only place I need to be forever. That's like the awesome. city's the best city ever. As so, it like, should be. So yeah, so he shares his time here. He has a house here. That's awesome. Um, he was uh, in Monsters, Inc., mm-hmm. right? So that soothing voice, sort of like uh, Holly Hunter's voice yeah. in Incredibles. <gasps> yes. Right? Like Why the- haven't they ever done a voiceover movie together? Have they? Maybe. I'm not sure. Write but- into our website and tell us if they have. And by that, we just mean think it to yourself. No, we'll just get Mark Wahlberg to make the connection. Oh, yes. Uh, call Mark Wahlberg. Tell him the He's answer. And then have him call us. <laughs> and then... Um, we're watching, we watched the first episode of HBO's The Gemstones. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is all kinds of crazy. But he's in it, and he does this one scene where he's about to slap somebody that is, I just can't stop laughing because he plays, he can play the straight man so well. Actually, he always plays a straight man or the yeah. sweet on Ro- giant, the well, humble giant kind of. Years and years on Roseanne, he just played the blue collar. Oh, okay, yeah, that's you know, right. That's straight, right. kind of everyday dad sort of character. Yeah. He did it really well. So we went on a tangent there, but that was, he's just, he's yeah. just great. He's just oh, great. And he's then, uh, okay, my second favorite movie of all time okay. has changed since we had this discussion. Are you going to sing? Yours? Could you sing yours like I sung mine just now? No. Oh, damn. But um, I remember going... So this was... When I saw the trailer for this movie, it was in legit the movies where people used to catch trailers before YouTube. The theater? The theater. Uh, 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 What's the old-timey way to say, like, uh, movies? Going to the show. A picture show. Yeah, I went to the picture show. To see a film. To see, to see a film, and then this trailer came on, and I had no idea it was coming out. I didn't know anything about it, but I was a big fan of this superhero, and it's changed. It's become my number two, because number one is, uh, uh, we, we will discuss about how it became number one. But, Batman Begins. Wait. That's the animated series, so that kind of counts. No. Isn't Batman Begins on the kiss from a rose from the grave? That's the George Clooney one that was really horrible. My bad, my bad. Scratch that. Batman Begins. Everybody knows the story of Batman, but Christian Bale plays him. It's a darker, grittier side of it. It was directed by Christopher Nolan, who's fantastic. And one of the things I've heard him say what about the movie was he didn't want you to see the actor who's playing Bruce Wayne on the screen. And then you'll be like, all right, put on the mask. All right, let's get to it. You know, like him interacting or him doing things. You didn't want to like rush to be, you wanted, he wanted you to appreciate the character, Bruce he, Wayne. He wanted you to watch the actor playing Bruce Wayne as well. Is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. He wanted you to appreciate the whole story, the whole uh, um, the whole character, not just the mask um, when he wears the mask. And I think he did it perfectly. Not just was, all the pow, bang, zoom, pow, shoot, Another not, thing about that, that was that he made superhero gritty. Like, he kind of brought it back to the Tim Burton style of Batman, which is also very good. Um, oh, okay. Tangent. Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Oh. Classic. Gosh. Dancing to Prince. 
Dancing yeah. to Prince's music. I mean, really like good. the best. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, he was him and Heath Ledger. I think are, are fantastic <sighs> uh, jokers. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can't see this, but I'm doing the cross sign for Heath Ledger. He just he said he was doing it and he he never did it and then he caught himself saying he was doing it. No, but no, not I, did it. So I did it. I did it tiny, like a tiny little with no. my hands. No. Yes, I did. You didn't see it. No, he straight up goes, "You can't see me doing it, but I'm doing the cross on." And then I look, I'm kind of weird. And so then he hurried up and did it. <laughs> it was beforehand. <laughs> it was beforehand. It was just a tiny. So version. wait. So remind me, who is the villain in Batman Begins? So in Batman Begins is Ra's al Ghul. Um, it's. It kind of connects the story of uh, this international organization of uh, ninja assassins. Is it Katie Holmes? No, she's not the bad guy. She, no, no, she's no. She's a love interest. <laughs> I know that. I'm saying, isn't she in it? Yeah, she's in <laughs> okay. it. Uh, but she's not the bad guy. <laughs> she wasn't the, the Riddler? <laughs> no, she wasn't the Riddler. And um, okay. it was just fantastic. It played on a lot of things. There was great action scenes. Um but yeah, it was just, um, Batman Begins, there's not really a lot of explanation to it. It's just really fantastic. Well, I just needed a ton of explanation. I'm like, who's the bad guy? Isn't Katie Holmes in it? What was the song? Yeah, but like when you watch Batman, you're like, you tend to know there's a bad guy. You tend to know a little bit about him. Like, tell me what you know about Batman. Point blank. He doesn't have any superhero powers. Boom. He has a lot of money. Yes. His parents die. Yes. He's a friendly he, uh, old man butler. Yes. Who does all his things for him. Yes. Who also talks like this. Cockmate accent. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> um, and he um, has a ton of toys and like gadgets. That's all you need to know. And you. He t- and he talks like this. And he talks like this. We gotta solve all the crimes. There's so much depth though. To the character that's Batman. Like, oh, can we go on a Christian Bale tangent? Yes. Fantastic actor. Go. A super fantastic. Um, I never saw the movie, but I just saw a ton of pictures of him preparing for that movie, The Machinist. Mm-hmm. And he was like um, 87 pounds. And I was like, ooh, what kind of diet is that? So they talked about it also on the director's cut. Or something like that on the the because I got the DVD for Batman Begins as soon as I could. Ah, DVDs, huh? Yeah, them were the days. Them were the days. I used to have to get up and go across the room and plug something into the TV uh, and change the channel. Now it's all streaming. The energy expenditure that went into that yeah. was just unacceptable. That's a good five minutes. Five mm. minutes of your day. Not really. It's a good like a minute. <laughs> 30 seconds, but still. But Christian Bell, in it, they were talking about him auditioning for Batman, and he uh, he had just finished The Machinist, and so he was extremely skinny, mm-hmm. and they're like, we don't think you're going to be good for this role. Oh. So he beefed up, and he went overboard, so he showed he got, up. He got a little cushiony. Yeah, and so they're like, oi, this is Batman, not Batman. <laughs> they said that yeah, to yeah. him? Yeah, one of the, the, the producers oh, no. on the thing. But I guess he was friends with them, and... And they were like, wow. so he's like, he was like, I went too far. <laughs> mm. You know, he always reminds me of Bear Girls for some yeah, reason. I feel like big, they're the same person. Yeah. And I got to remind myself they are not the same person. I would watch a show with both of them, like in the wilderness. Oh, a hundred percent. If, hey, um, Mark Wahlberg, we know you listen. So if you're friends with Christian Bale and or Bear Grylls, 
get them to be friends with one another and do some sort of outdoorsy survival episode of some type. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You, you got like two viewers right here. Two viewers right here. Um, so your money's made back in the bank. Your money's made. We, keep, we just keep making money for Mark Wahlberg every time we do an episode. He needs it. He does need it. He doesn't need it. He needs money like he needs another six pack. <laughs> he needs a seventh pack. He's working on his backpack. <laughs> Ooh, you like that there. Ba-dum-bum. Anyway, okay. number one movie. For me. Yes. Okay. Do you do you remember what it was? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Give me a clue. Ah. Ah, you like that. Very funny. My number one all-time favorite movie in the history of movies up to 2019 is Clue. Clue, which is fantastic. I could watch that right now. We have watched that multiple uh, times. It's I love amazing. It. I Why abso- do you love it? Yeah. Okay. Anybody who knows me knows I love true crime and comedy. And I feel like it marries the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also awesome. love history. And it marries that as well because it takes place in 1955. And I love board games. And it marries that as well. So we are talking about some sort of Mormon wedding here with seven wives. It marries them all. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was just marrying a lot of things. And yeah. I was like, well, it's getting out of control. This is like marrying a lot of things. It's like Mormonism. Yes. It marries a lot of things. But everybody's cool with it. Yeah. And I just love every single bit of it. I could probably quote the entire movie. Yeah. I love the board game. I love the movie. I love everything about it. It's so funny. And uh, you pointed out to me something that was great. And now when I hear it, it just makes me laugh so much. When he starts saying, the police will be here in 45 minutes. <laughs> That's how much time is left in the movie. Right. And so, so he you, keeps counting down to the end of the movie, basically. So if you ever watch Clue again, you'll notice that every now and then, um, the butler, the butler uh, says, played by Mr. Tim Curry, says, we don't have a lot of time. The police will be here in 45 minutes and we have this to figure out. And then he'll be like, the police will be here in 20 minutes. And you don't really realize it when he's saying it, but he, that's actually how much the movie has left in it. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So that's like a little Easter egg. Um, and then, ah, oh, my favorite quote in this movie. Favorite quote. Flames. Flames on the side of my face. Breathing. Here, flames. Yeah, I love it when Mrs. White talks about how mad she is. <laughs> she gets so annoyed. So, and it's still unbelievable when I watch the movie, but it is one of the uh, who plays uh, Mrs. Scarlet. Uh, it's not Susan it's Sarandon. It's not Susan Sarandon. You, you keep it's saying Les- that. It's Leslie Ann Warren. But it looks exactly like I Susan know. Sarandon. <laughs> I know. It's weird. I just, I still, for me, I just said, you know, Donna's wrong somewhere. They mm-hmm. Maybe it was a pseudo name back in the day. But Nope. Um, look it up. It's Leslie Ann Warren. It is not Susan Sarandon. Okay. But, but fantastic movie. Like a- we highly encourage you to check that movie out. Mm-hmm. My number one movie, which um, after much soul searching and back and forth with Batman Begins, really you you soul searched? Yes. Over this? Yeah, this is important to me. Movies are a big part of my life. You went to a park by yourself and sat there and thought about it. I 
floated in a pool. Okay. What is it? It is Days and Confused. No. That's not how that song goes? No. Okay. I am. I am. I am. You messed me up. <laughs> Go for it again. Nope. Not signing over. <laughs> Iron Man. And so, obviously, many things with this, just from the top. George, uh, first of all, don't cry. I won't. Okay. R- RDJ. Robert Downey Jr., fantastic actor. Uh, the true comeback kid, obviously, mm-hmm. after a life in turmoil. And then um, it starts first, uh, there's so much. It starts the Marvel Universe. You guys got to see George's face right now. He's overwhelmed <laughs> by emotion. It starts the Marvel Universe, really, that gives us 22 movies. And I just, you know, uh, uh, kind of uh, wrapped up with. A big phase of it with Endgame, Avengers Endgame, but it starts off the Marvel Universe. They got a hit, they capitalize on it, they make many other awesome movies, and they tie it together. It's one of the reasons I saw all 22 films in the movies opening weekend was because of him. There's some connection in that universe to to his character. And then it kind of ignited a, a fire in me as far as, or a, a passion as far as building things. Um, I lived in New York most of my life. All I had was a screwdriver growing up, you know, that's all you needed. And then now, um, when you rent houses, you don't really have to fix them yourself. Did you really have only a screwdriver? I think so. I don't remember having Did you even have a hammer? I could have had a hammer. Remember when my brother had a hammer and I had to You had a hammer you could borrow if you needed it? Yeah, if I needed it, then I never had a hammer. And so, um, that was one of the things that, um... It, it kind of ignited in me and knowing. And so that was uh, that was a great part of it. And um, now I build a lot of cool stuff. I got a 3D printer. I got another 3D printer. I'm building a CNC machine. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to... I learned electronics. Uh, not a CNC music factory. He's not no. building that. He's building a CNC machine. Machine. A machina. So... Um, that's one of the reasons why I put that at number one. Also, I can watch it right now. You want to watch? You want to watch Iron Man after this? No, thank you. But tangent, Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. Um, weird science. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. He's a bully, Amazing. kind of the bully in it. In weird science, um, Tropic Thunder. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> wait. What does he say? I'm just a dude playing another dude. Wait, what is it? Disguised as another dude. I'm just a dude disguised as a dude disguised as another dude. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's so funny. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. He gave us Sherlock oh, Holmes, Sherlock which is Holmes. the movie uh, representation was amazing. And then um, obviously we love the, the show and the different shows that are on but of, of Sherlock. But that was a really good Yes, his Sherlock's really, really, really good. Really good. And they're coming with out Jude with another Law, one. So. Watson. Yeah, they're making really a third good. one, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Oh, but one of my favorite um, RDJ movies. Uh, oh, what's the name of it? Where he, um, he's a little boy and he has the guardian yes. angels. The ghost. 
Steel. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I can't think. I made you watch it with me one yeah, time, yeah, remember? Yeah, and it was good. It was he's good, a little yeah. boy, and he has the guardian angels, and then he's getting too old, so they all leave him. And then later in life, uh, he's like 30-something, and he's going down the wrong track, so they come back to help him like figure out life. I think we should do an episode. Walk like a man. Walk like a man. Ah, Okay, I'm not going to sing anymore. We should do a whole episode dedicated to Robert Downey Jr. No, I think we're done now. All right, so that is this episode. Wait, 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 wait. The next episode, we're going to talk about improv. Improv. So, So because this is the movie episode... Um, there's an improv game that we practice with sometimes. It's like a little warm-up game that's called In a World. And you can play this with your friends. So the idea is uh, first somebody goes, In a world where George becomes Robert Downey Jr. Or something like that. You just describe the world. And then the next person says a line from that movie. Um... Then the next thing is... Okay, so I would say something like... Yeah. I am Iron Man? Yes. Because I'm excited that I'm Iron Man, but (laughs) also nervous about it. Then the next line, the third line of the game is the narrator again saying something like, Coming this Christmas, George tries to assemble a team of heroes. (laughs) And then there's one more line from the movie, which would go something like, you guys want to join my crew? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, play and that. What, doesn't it end with something? No, that's it. That's, that's it? it. So play that with your friends. It's a, in a world. In a world. And you describe it. In a world, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a line from the movie. What? We got to eat all this ice cream. <laughs> and then. Coming this fall, they gotta eat all that ice cream. And then one more line from the movie: "Guess we better grab some spoons <laughs> or something like that." So it's a fun. Oh, little... that is the last part. Yeah, that's, where the, you do that's the, the last line. part. You do you do the another line in the movie. So it's narrator line from the movie, narrator line from the movie. But it's a fun game if you ever need a party game to play with people. It's called In a World. Uh, so next uh, time we'll be talking to you about improv. Sounds good. Well, we love you, babies. Thank you for joining us. Bye, babies. Bye. Bye.